With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You do run the risk of overanalyzing the millennials. As I say, everybody talks about them. Every employer is changing workplace policies to deal with them. It won't be long before half the employees in the workforce are millennial. It's a large group demographically and because of immigration getting larger. It's just that there are so many things about this generation that are different than what we've seen before. It requires some adapting and there are also there are economic components to it, to it. The housing market is probably the most dramatic. There's also been talk, however, about long-term trends in the stock market. Many people have presumed that as the baby boomers go from investing years to retirement years, which are primarily spending years where you take the money out rather than continuing to put it in, that that money would be replaced by this large group coming in behind them, the millennials. Once millennials get into their 30s and start earning more and more money, will they invest in the stock market? Or will they be timid about that as they appear to be with regard to the housing market? Again, people don't really know. Long-term employment trends. The millennials have produced people, a group, that has given us significant shortages in certain occupations and surpluses in others. And then there's the whole societal thing, which I've admittedly had fun of, fun with and talking about on my show. And every time I do it, it touches a nerve, in part because the millennials themselves love to talk about themselves. They're the generation that has been told from the day they were born how special they are. They're the ones that have been smothered with attention. They're the ones that have been made the focus of everything. More so, really, than any other generation of Americans. So it's not surprising that they enjoy the attention that they are essentially accustomed to getting. As for the rest of us, we kind of shake our heads and wonder how it is that we're going to adapt. Some of the things that are obvious about millennials, and again, for those of you wondering how old those people are, I'm trying to think of what the Harvard study that uh, the oldest millennial is now 34 and the youngest is 18. Is that what it is? It's somewhere in that, it's somewhere in that category. And the next generation that comes after them that they're going to have a different name. Anyway. The millennials as a group, there are certain things that we can say about them that appear to hold true. They are reluctant to engage in home ownership. They're getting married much later in life. The average year for first marriage in the United States keeps going up. They tend not to have as many one-on-one relationships. They tend to go out in groups. In the workplace, they love collaboration. They love working together and being part of teams. Teams. 
They require constant feedback. Rather than being independent, they're far more effective in a group setting and with a lot of direction and feedback. Financially, they appear to be rather conservative. Again, as a group, they seem to be delaying or eliminating having children. Then I've commented, those are the things that I think generally everyone accepts because they're backed up by numbers. I've offered my own observations on top of that. That millennial males, primarily white males, tend to be very passive in social interaction. Usually guys in their 20s are the most aggressive people in the world. This group seems not to be. I was doing my little riff last week about the, they all sit together in packs when they go out. They're all wearing plaid shirts. They're drinking light beers. They're not approaching a single woman. In the meantime, the women come in there like bulls in the china shop. They're slamming down the shots. They're the ones that are loud. They're the ones that are barking at the top of their lungs. If there's any dancing to be done, it's the woman that's asking the man. And so on. I've also commented on while the millennial males appear to be passive, the millennial females appear to be very, appear to be very aggressive and not just socially, certainly in terms of their career. I think you talk to anybody in human resources at any major employer in the United States, they will tell you that the women seem to be right now, the women in their 20s are more aggressive than the men at trying to climb the corporate ladder, get ahead, jump from job to job, etc. On, and I don't remember which show we do what did what on, but it was either Friday or Monday show. I shared with the audience an email I got from somebody. I think it was Monday yesterday's show. Who commented on some of my observations. And he had a number of comments that I think were just dead on the money. He said, first of all, if you're looking for explanations for this, Mark, let's start with. We were the generation that was pampered and smothered, so is there any? Is it any surprise that we like to have a lot of attention? Secondly, the defining thing in most of our lives is divorce. Most of us come from families of divorce. When your parents break up when you are a kid, it defines you, the guy said. So therefore, it's not a surprise that his generation isn't all that into commitment and family because they saw commitment and family as a path to unhappiness rather than happiness. He also talked about the millennial women don't seem to be interested in any kind of monogamy or chastity. Essentially that they're into screwing around. By the time the millennial males may be interested in settling down when they're 30, the only women left for it for them are burned out party girls. That was the guy's term, burned out party girls. Again, this was an emailer to me and I read it on the air. I have gotten from that, from that email tons more reaction. I'm just going to read one here because, it's again, it's interesting to me. Mark, today you talked about a young man's take on women in their 20s and 30s, and I couldn't have said it better myself. I am a 31-year-old man and date rarely. 
Part of the issue is that I own my own business and don't have a lot of time to invest into dating. But the main issue is the quality of women. I have had countless friends get married only for the woman to realize she's not over her partying phase. I'm not the kind of person who sleeps around, which is why apps like Tinder frustrate me even more. Let me interject. Tinder is the hookup app. You meet somebody, you literally use the app to meet somebody five minutes from right now. It's not a matchmaking app so much as it is a hookup, let's get together for sex type of act. Back to his thing. I'm astonished how promiscuous women are and am even more frustrated with how women behave in public. At bars, brewer games, etc., they act like drunk children. How can I possibly be expected to bring one of these women home to meet my family or start our own family? It's one thing to get rowdy when we're 21, but these are 30-year-old, 30-year-olds. And I agree wholeheartedly with that guy who, who said about settling down with some run-down, burnt-out party girl. There's nothing I want more than to find the right woman who I want our kids to be like. But it's nearly impossible to find in this age range. Obviously, these are generalities, and not all women are like this. But I'm still astonished with how gender roles in dating have completely flipped. Frustrated inventing, and then he signs it. I, of course, won't read his name. So that's another guy. He's 31. He said, look, I'm at the age where I'd like to settle down, get married, and have kids, raise a family. When you're looking for, when you're a guy, and believe it or not, there was a time in which I did ponder this whole thing myself. When guys are looking for wives, and not women to like mess around with one night. When guys are looking for wives, I think they're try, they visualize this as what kind of a mother of my children will this woman be? I think that that's the number one thing that a male interested in marriage is focused on. Because they figure the kids are going to be like mom. I want to have great kids. I want to therefore marry somebody who's going to give me kids like she is. And this guy, look, they're all still partiers. They're still all out there screwing around. They're all promiscuous. They don't want to settle down. They don't have any loyalty. They don't have any commitment. You know what he's saying? He's saying they're guys. This is what women who are 28, 29, 30 used to be saying forever about guys. These guys don't want to settle down. They just want to go out with their friends and drink. They just want to keep screwing around. They're not ready to make a commitment to family. This is what women have been complaining about for 100 years in America about males in their 20s. But now it's the men saying that about the women. Now, remember here, we're dealing in generalizations. And a generalization just means it's true more often than not. I'm sure there are a lot of young women in their 20s who aren't into sleeping around with every guy that they meet. Or they're not into Tinder. They'd like to start a family. They'd like to have children. They're looking to meet a man who's got something going for himself, who's an honest, committed, decent person. But I've just been hearing over and over and over, and this is after my making fun of the guys. The reason we guys are like this, they're saying, the reason we sit together at bars or at brewer games is we are, 
These women appall us. They overwhelm us. So what I'm going to do here, the one thing I don't want is a lot of people telling stories about themselves. I prefer to deal in the trend. So, Paul, when somebody tries to tell one story just constantly about themselves, whether you're a millennial or not and you've watched this, I just want to tee the whole thing up. Is it true that the guys are all wussies? And is it true that the women are all aggressive? I I take it back. That's not the way to ask it. I didn't say all. All is the wrong word. Generalization means most. And if not, what is the explanation for this delaying of marriage, delaying of commitment, delaying of relationship? Because I got to tell you, every time I bring this up, I'll hear the same thing. Millennial women will tell me that these guys are backward, awkward, they're not even men. And now I'm hearing from the men saying that the women are drunken, screw around party girls that nobody would want to have anything to do with. How am I supposed to take this home to mom? I'm embarrassed to be seen in public with her. Boy, it sure seems to me like we have total role reversal. Anyway, I throw it out there. 4147, and again, I don't want, well, I this, I that. I'm more interested in observations here than in specific stories. 4147991130 is the phone number. The toll-free number is 1-800-838-9476. I suspect more of our callers will be millennials than non-millennials, but anybody can call in. Anybody who's got any experience or is paying any attention to these people, and I was talking to John about this a few days ago, and I said, look, I'm in bars yet. Why would I not be? What am I going to do, sit home and stare at television? So I see more young people interacting in a social setting perhaps than people like those of you who have kids or those of you that are retired or those of you that are driving around doing the RV thing. It's another thing I need to do one of these days. Have old people call up and either defend or criticize the doing the RV life. You want to hear old people argue with one another? Talk about get that one started. The people, the 70-year-olds who have money who don't have RVs think the ones that do are crazy. And the ones that do have the RV who think the others aren't and are just sitting at home their entire life, they think that they're nuts. Anyway. Let me take a call, then we'll go to the break. I want to tee this up and get it started. To uh, John on the west side, you're on News Talk 1130 WISN. Hey, Mark, I think I, I, a connection I think is pop music. Look at Katy Perry or Kelly Clarkson or Pink versus some guy band whining with a banjo. I mean, Excellent. You know, can... Stop. That's such a good point. I, I, I mean, I've, I, I look at, I'm just astonished that Ed Sheeran is successful. And right. then I look at Kesha. I mean, the women, all the songs that you mentioned, the female songs are all, let's go out and drunk, let's party. They're strong, strong, strong. The males are all these guys, as you say, they've got the scruffy beard and they're singing the wissy little, I mean, the the, the most, you know, the most aggressive thing you get, you get, you're going to get is the Lumineers for heaven's sakes. Keep going though with your point. Yeah. Thanks. No, no. I I didn't want to stop you. I just wanted to respond to what you said, or, or is that essentially all of it? I guess that was all of it. I actually just wanted to respond at that point, and I thought he had more. But he makes an excellent point. Look at the female singers. Every one of them, black and white, by the way, Rihanna, Kesha, Katy Perry, there's not a lot of vulnerability there. Look at the guys. There aren't many Metallicas that are popping out at the age of 21 or 22. 
Because this guy said, it's some guy out there strumming a banjo. Again, that's another role reversal. To piggyback off of his point, and that's why I wanted to keep him with me a little bit longer. Is the culture reflecting how they are? Are these guys coming out strumming the banjo because that's the kind of musician we're producing with the 22-year-old millennial male? And are the females coming out because that's the personality they have? Or are the entertainers setting an example and people follow that lead? Does the guy think, gee, the guy I should be like is Ed Sheeran? As opposed to what earlier generations and breweries say of a Bruce Springsteen type. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.